Hello, and welcome to another episode of Filmmaker, the show where I sit down with outstanding women in media production and discuss their journeys. I'm your host, Ashley Jones, a television production student with a passion for learning the ins and outs of the industry. Our guest today is Jordan Rowland, a Murray State University alumna who immediately moved out to Los Angeles, California after graduation and is now working alongside the crew of the hit television show Grey's Anatomy. In this episode, she will share with us where her love for writing stories began, her journey from Murray, Kentucky to Los Angeles, how she landed her dream job, and an interesting perspective on what it takes to be a woman involved in media production. Enough with the chit chat. Let's get started. I was in a sweatsuit, like not looking prepared at all. Um, and it really wasn't an interview. It was like we just chatted for 45 minutes. And then Saturday morning, she offered me the job. So it was like 24 hours. The exact job I said I wanted is landed in my lap. Jordan describes the moment she got a Twitter direct message from Krista Vernoff, the showrunner for Grey's Anatomy, who has followed Jordan on Twitter for many years. Her young career was then sent on a course she never expected. Because it happened so fast, like I had to train someone to take over for me. It was wild. In the span of only 24 hours, Jordan achieved what any young writer can ever dream of. Jordan was able to leave the current job she was working in at the time and venture down a whole new path of opportunities. So my mom sent me to this like young authors camp at, that was at Murray State when I was like mm, seven or eight, maybe. And I guess it's kind of one of those, I don't remember not writing and telling stories. I wrote like a, a rock and roll monkey family book when I was like eight years old at that camp. And I just kind of kept on going. Jordan is from Murray, Kentucky and attended Murray High School. Growing up, Jordan always found a way to strengthen her creative storytelling. During APUS, I used to like, when we were memorizing our essays, I would make up little conversations in my head. So it'd be like, oh, Jefferson and, and Hamilton. And I just like have a line of dialogue running for them that I made up. And that's how I remembered things. And I, I thought everyone thought like that, but apparently that's not the case. I actually, I had a roommate and a class schedule and political science major all ready to go at Louisville. Jordan is talking about the plans she had after graduating high school. However, her plans quickly changed. And then I panicked and was like, no. And also Murray State gave me more money. So I was like, let me stay home. Staying home allowed Jordan to save money and travel instead. This was supposed to be a review and I don't know anything and I don't know how to do this. And so I was like, I'm switching majors. Jordan is discussing what made her want to change her majors as soon as she started her first year at Murray State University. I started at Murray State as pre-med, which lasted like five seconds. I remember I called my mom crying after the first chemistry test. And I was like, and no one pressured me into this. Like this was fully pressure I put on myself. My family did not like force me into that. It was all me. Jordan came into Murray State University wanting to follow in her family's footsteps of entering into the field of STEM. But to Jordan, she knew this is not where she wanted to be. I don't want to sound like arrogant and be like, I'm just so good at social media, but I like it. And I like speak that language. Jordan is talking about how she became a public relations major. So I was like, why not get a degree in that? And then I can do it for work and I'll like my job. I was seven when this show started. 
I watched with my mom and I used to tell her I hated it because someone died in every episode. This is Jordan talking about her first experience watching the show Grey's Anatomy. However, it seems that her opinions have changed. I wanted to work at Grey's Anatomy. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted my first TV job to be Grey's Anatomy. I knew that one, I had to get a degree and that's about as far as I thought in the future, but like job specifics had no clue, no clue whatsoever. To Jordan, what happened to her after she got out of college was a complete mystery. She had interns lined up. They kind of flaked out on her. She was like, can you please do this? If you say no, I literally don't know what we're going to do. I was like, okay. I had no plans for the summer, so I was like, sure, I'll travel the country on someone else's dime. Jordan is talking about someone she knows, who is from Murray, that reached out to her asking if she would like an internship. She also knew that Jordan just graduated with a degree in public relations. Like, she knew who I was already, but she also knew what I was studying. So I guess choosing PR got me that internship. It's a clothing brand. The things are made in-house with dead stock fabric, so it's like, old upholstery fabric or like this old fabric that Versace used or like things like that. So sort of sustainable stuff. So we had sewers and all that. Jordan is describing Buru, the clothing company she took the internship under, which is based in Los Angeles, California. I was sitting alone in uh, the harbor in Baltimore eating lobster and she called me and she was like, we want to bring you on full time. And I was like, holy crap, I guess I'm moving to LA when I get home. This is the moment Jordan got asked to work full-time with Buru and move out to Los Angeles to begin her career. I remember what day it was. It was a Friday. I was getting the front, which was the store. I was getting it all set up to open it on Saturday. And I hear my, my phone ding, my Twitter ding. And I was like, oh, because, you know, you're going to put off the job you're doing to check Twitter naturally. So I opened it and it was a DM from Krista. And I was like, oh, this is random. At this moment, Jordan's journey to venture out to California to accept a job at Buru led her closer to her dream than she could ever imagine. And she was like, are you interested in a job? And I was like, hello? It's like, yes. And she was like, do you live in L? Are you still in LA? And I was like, yeah, I'm still here. And then she was just straight up like, how much notice would you have to give your job? Like my current job. So we messaged back and forth a little. 20 minutes later, we're on a Zoom. Money's terrifying because everything's more expensive here. Gas is more expensive. Even your even groceries are more expensive. Rent is astronomical. You throw money around like crazy. Jordan is discussing the financial hurdles she had to face when moving from Murray, Kentucky to Los Angeles, California. I took out a loan to move here, like a personal loan. Bought my furniture on a credit card because I, I had no warning. So yeah, I had no money when I moved here. I'm just now to the point where I don't feel like I live paycheck to paycheck just now. And I've been here for two years now. It's going to sound so sappy and cliche, but like feeling lonely when you're surrounded by so many people is such a weird feeling. To Jordan, she felt that the mental hurdles she faced while living alone in Los Angeles were way worse than anything physical she experienced. But there was like a month or two where I came home every night and just cried. Because when, when you grow up in such a tight-knit community, walking into an empty apartment in a city that literally has 10 million people, you're like, holy crap. So I guess that was hard. I didn't ever think I would work there for two years, but then the world shut down. I feel like it delayed my intro to TV by a year, but also like the timing happened for a reason. 
Jordan is talking about how long she held her job at Buru when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Production stopped. I was somehow the one with the stable job. And I was working more hours because we were making face masks. Uh, so I was working like 16 hour days during peak pandemic. Uh, so I guess it's kind of like it was good because I was able to like hold some money back because I was working so much. I was here for five months before COVID hit. Then I was truly alone in my 500 square foot studio for like three months before I started going back into the office at all. Jordan discusses the effect that COVID-19 had on her when moving out to L.A. And then when I went back into the office, I was there by myself. So I was like totally isolated. After already feeling isolated, even more isolated for like a solid year. They brought in cupcakes and made like a runway and it was all these hideous sweaters. And it was just everyone was there. It was there were judges and it was so fun. Jordan is talking about one of her favorite memories she has had so far, working on the set of Grey's Anatomy, attending an ugly holiday sweater contest. It was like out in the breezeway, which if you watch the show, that's like the ambulance bay and the emergency room entrance with the whole crew and some cast. It was just like an hour and a half in the middle of the day. Things like that are super fun. When I get home from work, I try to finish. I try not to bring work home so that when I'm home, I'm getting other things that need to be done, done. Jordan emphasizes the importance of maintaining a separation between work and home. Sometimes we'll have downtime at work, and that's when we work on our own writing, like the assistants. We have a little writer's group to hold ourselves accountable. When we have a minute, we'll try to crank out a page. To Jordan, she has never had an issue with how she portrays herself on social media. All of the teachers and professors who are like, make sure your social media is very professional and you don't want to, like, don't curse and don't get political. I'm here to say right now that the actual opposite was true for me. My outspoken political stuff and my uh, sailor mouth got the attention of people that I needed to get the attention of. I am the worst person on the planet. My standards for myself are so high that I'm so uncomfortable with not knowing something. Like, I, I'm so bad about letting myself do something badly the first time. If I'm not good at it from the get-go, it's over. This is how Jordan feels when she receives criticism and is told her mistakes. Eventually, she is able to logically analyze herself afterwards and realize there is a reason she is here today. I realize I'm a good writer. I wouldn't have this job if I wasn't, right? But I know I'm not, I'm not bad at it. We have like a mentorship program. So like people have read my pilot and they're like, this is good. You're really good at the dialogue. If one person isn't getting what they deserve, then the whole thing can crumble like that. So I think that's the biggest lesson is like it, every single person there matters in getting this done. To Jordan, this is one of the biggest realizations she has had while working in the television industry. At the time of the interview, there was a nationwide international alliance of theatrical stage employees strike for film and television workers who have exposed the oppressive conditions in the entertainment industry. They've authorized a strike that will start at 12.01 a.m. on Monday if they don't come to the deal they want. So, like, we're looking at the very real possibility of our production shutting down next week. So even though most people at Graves are not in that union, 
we cannot make more episodes without the people that are. So it's, it's very much a team effort all the time. Okay, don't hate me. I really deeply hate this question. Not, I don't hate the question. I hate that it has to be asked. This was the response I received from Jordan when I asked her what she believes it takes to make it in the media production industry as a woman. Her response was unexpected. Why are we putting the responsibility on women and not the men controlling it? Like, why aren't they, why aren't these guys who run everything hiring women? I think the question should be reframed, not what does it take as a woman, but what does it take as a man to not be scared to hire powerful women? Let yourself fail, but don't let yourself quit. This small phrase summarizes the advice that Jordan has for any woman who wants to get more involved in the media production industry. Don't be afraid to fall on your face because you will. But I think it's, it's the, you have to be persistent with it. It takes a lot of grit. It's not always fun, but then you wake up in the morning and you're like, holy crap, I work on my favorite TV show. Thanks for listening to Filmmaker. I hope you enjoyed my discussion with Jordan Rowland and listening to her stories and what she has learned so far from being a part of the television production industry. Join us next episode when I talk with Kaylee Anderson, a Murray State University alumna who is working as a multimedia journalist at the WPSD news station in Paducah, Kentucky. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. That is all for this episode of Filmmaker. Until next time.